Don't you wish it was more like socially acceptable to wear sunglasses inside? Every time I see that, I think of that song, that like 80s song was like, put your sun shades on. I wear my sunglasses at night so I can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think of stun shades, but also like, I just feel like sometimes like you look like such a vibe with them on and then when you take them off. Correct. Um, Every outfit, easily. Gets bumped up two full notches when wearing Don't I look sunglasses so cute right or now? a jacket. Yeah, yeah. Don't I look cute? You look great right now. The sunglasses Ashley told me I'm not allowed very to wear much them now. <laughs> inside. She said, "I said, should we wear sunglasses?" When I see someone inside, <laughs> immediately they're hungover in my head. That's like the first thing or I think of. Super famous. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, a jerk. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'll take them out. Um, speaking of super famous people wearing sunglasses inside, guess who I saw at the airport? Who? Uh, a last uh, last week. Who? Miles Teller and his wife. Oh, gosh. Yep. I was like, uh, who are those people wearing sunglasses being all weird? Bet they're hungover. Mm-hmm. Literally, that was my thought yeah. process. Exactly. And it was him? And then she turned around and I was like, wait. I recognize her. And then her. he kind of turned around and I was like, well, I know who he is. So that confirms <gasps> who she is. And it was great. Yeah, it was a whole moment. Oh, wow. He's, He's thriving really, he right looks now. Great. He's, you know what? So is she. So is She's she. been sitting on this content, this like Top Gun content, yeah. hot photos of her sexy husband for a long time. But also simultaneously staking her claim as like, he is mine. <laughs> well, absolutely. He is taken. I would do the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, I would too. But yeah. <laughs> Ooh. It just shows like one role. One role. Can just, That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Because I've always had a slight crush on him. Divergent? Like, divergent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, all the movies he's been in. Yeah. Um, Whiplash? Ugh. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was just going to say. But, um, yeah, now I feel like the world. I still haven't yeah. seen Top Gun. Really? I know. I know. Oh, it's so, usually... Everyone judge her harshly. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so, usually, when I just got back from vacation, like, yesterday, and usually on Palm Spring, our Palm Springs vacation... We go to at least like four movies. Well, mm-hmm. now we have Axel, my nephew. Yeah. So um, just leave the him at home. <laughs> only movie we went to was to see Minions, which 
top notch. I do want to see. Minions. Yeah, it was great. It looks really good. Um, the best part though, so there's this like one part where the two minions are fighting. They're in like a slap fight, mm-hmm. so they're like slapping each other. And Axel, he just turned two, but he yells out one of his favorite phrases right now is "Be nice." Mm-hmm. So they're slap fighting, mm-hmm. and it's like silent in the theater, and you just hear him go, "Be nice." Oh, and everyone was like cracking up. It was so cute. That's Anyways, adorable. How are you, Ash? So good. I miss uh, you. I miss you guys. Taryn and I took a full month yeah. off from podcast recording, which we have never done in the history yep. of unsolicited advice. Yeah. And we are uh, back. We are refreshed. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if refresh is the word, but it was nice. And it, it, it feels good to be back. But speaking of our podcast. Yeah. We have our very first yes. live show happening this Thursday. It's August 11th. I don't know when you guys are listening to this, but if you are in Southern California Come. and you love UA and you love Taryn and I, we are doing our first live show August 11th at the Irvine Improv at 8 p.m. We would love to see you there to meet you guys. Um, so many things, take photos, just chat in person for once. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, we would just, we really just want to put some faces to names and just get to see you guys in person because we haven't done that um, and we're so excited I'm so excited I'm definitely nervous mm-hmm. but like it's a good nervous you know yeah, yeah. it's going to be fun it's going to be as intimate like yes. just us finally doing our show live and, yeah. and having a small group of people there to like celebrate that with us yes um, <sighs> yeah. speaking of other firsts you today actually yes just released your solo yes. so I want to hear because I haven't listened to it yet because okay. it like just came out you should out. listen to it on the, on the way home and let me know honest thoughts <laughs> of course I want a review what if I was like Ash I don't feel like we should let you do that yeah again. <laughs> well because here's and here's the thing which you'll find out when you listen but I feel like you still stayed very in line with our podcast, like you were answering questions and giving advice mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I wasn't. It was just like me sitting and topping, talking about one topic. Okay. So, but was the topic from a story? No. So just random topic. I went on Instagram and said, what do you guys want me to talk about? And oh, they okay. said dating. So I went you through just talked a about whole, dating. I just talked about dating the whole time. And then I did a Q&A after. But okay. it, is, it is different from what we normally do. Yeah, so even that. like our listeners, I would love to hear your guys's thoughts on that. Do yeah. you want us to stick with what we always do? Or if we do solos in the past or just like normal episodes, both yeah. of us. Do you like when we kind of go off on topics would love to know yeah no that but also if, cool if you're like know. you know what ashley <laughs> loved that but how about we not that's fine i would yeah. just i want to know yeah yeah um so what was it hard for you was it easy like did you prep before like ha- tell me everything uh I prepped before. Okay. I had a very small outline of how I wanted to go about talking about this topic. And it went from like just like the broadest, like the idea of dating down to like how dating has been for me here. Um, And it was really, really fun. So I had a really short um, outline. What I noticed, because I made myself listen back, even though I hate (laughs) listening back to myself, um, is I say um a lot. Like and I knew I knew that, but I think because I'm ninety percent of the time I'm having a conversation with you, it gives me time to collect my thoughts. So I don't say it as often when we're together. But when I'm by myself, dear God, you should make it a drinking game. Seriously, (laughs) you really should. Every time you hear um, and then for me, when my freaking tongue would click, like 
yeah. to start talking. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. terrible. Oof. Yeah. But um, it's, I actually really enjoyed it a lot. It was good. really fun. It felt like a fun, um, it just felt like a fun challenge. And I think I did it well, but yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed so, it. So the only thing I've seen is because obviously our UA Instagram, which shout out our Insta, go follow. Um, <laughs> um, so it, I got tagged in that we posted our episode on Instagram, which, mm-hmm. by the way, so you can listen to it on any podcast platform. Mm-hmm. You can watch it on YouTube. What a hello! And you can also watch slash listen listen on Instagram. So anyway, so it was funny because I watched the first few seconds of the part one yes where you're like it's not gonna be fun facts there's no dad jokes i was like are you saying something to me no i'm just kidding um and it was funny because i could i could tell you were like a little bit uncomfortable yeah where do i look at and yeah you kept looking at where i would be sitting which is what i was doing when i did my solo i kept looking at you I, when I first sat down, I immediately like angled myself towards the camera, and then I was like, "That's gonna trip me up." Yeah, if I'm on a roll, so I just pretended you were here and I was yeah. talking to but you. But then part three, I watched the first few seconds, and you were dead looking in the camera. Your body was more yeah, relaxed. I was probably so, calm down. Yeah, I felt the same way when I did mine. Like it took me a minute. Yeah, to just like I, chill I, out. I would say I think it took me a good five to eight minutes. Yeah, to be like, okay. Yeah. We're, we've got we're on a roll now and then totally. I just kind of like went for it and it was Good great you, and it was Ash. so much it was so much fun I'm proud of if you. you yeah if you are if you love hearing about like dating and relationships and it was a good time it was great <laughs> love that for you definitely also uh if you are watching us we're on wearing YouTube. some very cute sweatshirts beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> fresh merch fresh merch it's so funny our, I'm very glad that we're so aligned in like our aesthetics, like very simple, very basic. Mm-hmm. But so every time we do something or we release merch, like I texted Ashley, we were like going back and forth with these things. I did like a mock up and I sent her and she was just like, love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I felt like in the past with other stuff we've tried to do with merch, it just felt so try-hardy. And I was like, this is us and this is simple and I love it. (laughs) Yeah. And end of story. Yeah. So it's basically just uh, for, if you're listening, um, a like nude beige color sand color sand color with um our anonymous we brought it back because that's like our number one request it's for... also like my fave me too me our too fave. and then it has a little ua logo on the sleeve um this we actually just did as like a fun thing for our live show coming up mm-hmm. to sell there uh but we've been getting some like cool feedback of people yeah. being like wait i want one so we're looking into you know, yeah. other options. If you, so if you pause, if you want it, let us know and maybe we can figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. fun for that. Yeah. I think that's it. I feel like I just want to catch up with you this whole time. <laughs> oh, I'm a year older. Taryn had her birthday. I did. She had her big three, five, five. I think. Honestly, yeah, I think I'm 35. Uh, yeah, it was super <laughs> mellow. And We're questioning. <laughs> On it after Her 32, I lost all count. That's right where I am. Yeah, I lost all count. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was really low key. I really haven't celebrated it yet with anyone mm-hmm. besides just like my family. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was fun. It was great. Another year wiser. Another year Lucky wiser. Lucky for you guys. <laughs> Ashley sent me flowers. 
<laughs> oh my god, <laughs> guys! Wait, I need to tell the story. I need okay, to tell, tell the story. It, tell it, tell it. So, like, <laughs> so. <laughs> Almost there, almost there. So Taryn, it was at, like we've known for a while. I wasn't going to be here for Taryn's birthday, and she was going to go to Palm Springs by the time I came back. And I was like, "Hey, um, let's do a dinner before we leave, um, so that we can celebrate." And then something ended up happening, and we weren't able to do it. It was a very unfortunate thing, but yeah. I felt horrible. I was like, "Now I can't even like say I celebrated before." So I'm going to send her flowers, and so like I do this whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> I plan it out the night before. I'm like, cute, cute, cute. This is great. And then um, I'm like waiting all day. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just waiting. Yeah. And I'm waiting for like a, ah, you should, yeah, you yeah. know, like a text or a call or a FaceTime or something of being like, you thought of me, you know, like something like that. I'm like waiting. <laughs> and then she mentioned something about like have we were because we were just casually texting. She mentioned something about um, having just gotten to Palm Springs. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> you left today for Palm Springs? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, damn it. <laughs> like, I just spit everywhere. I was like, I just sent flowers yeah. to your apartment. And I am, I didn't even think about it. Like, I didn't know what day she left. So she had someone watching her parents' house. Yes. Which is how did they end up there? So I oh. got on my way to Palm Springs, I got a call from a florist. Okay. And they said, we're calling you because... Th- my apartment complex is literally Fort Knox. Like, yeah. you cannot get in there if you it's don't live massive, there. Massive it's building. nuts. So she called because she's like, it has a reputation where any deliveries are like, you have to be like standing outside because like we can't get in. Yeah. So she called and was like, is there another address? Because I was like, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. So then I gave my parents' address. And then the guy who's watching the house sent me a picture, but it didn't have a name on it. So I was like, who sent these? Because yeah. it just said, it was like a cute note. Yeah. Um, I didn't think to write my name. Yeah. And so then <laughs> so then Ashley was like, did you get flowers? And that's when it like all connected. But it's so funny. We'll post it on. Maybe we can post it. Because when I got home, oh, no. they were like all dead. Oh, I was like. <laughs> I was like. She was like, oh, that's flowers. so sweet. But I'm not home. Okay. But the like, vase oh. is beautiful. Oh. It's like this big bubble vase. I was so. like, tell the person watching your house to enjoy. please enjoy them. <laughs> Love that. Oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, should we like you know? Yeah, let's let's do the get let's into do anything. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and get started with the tearing it up. Uh, this is the Taryn can explain it. It's her segment. I mean, honestly, it's more yours than you enjoy it. I think more than anyone in the world. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tearing it up is basically a segment where you guys share your super awkward, embarrassing, or like we live what for it. Just happened. We love laughing. At you moments. Guys. So we can unite okay. in um, ending the war against being ashamed or embarrassed of of life ourselves. Yeah. Uh, so this is titled "Tearing It Up at School." Hello, Ashley and Taryn. My name is Nancy, and for starters, have always disliked history class, and this tearing it up only added reasoning to that. Before we start, I just want to let you know, I've never missed an episode. I love it here. Wow. You little cutie patootie, Nancy. Okay. So it's the end of the college semester, and for our final project, we are to create a presentation on a history subject. Don't remember what it was about, but it's not important to the story. My friend was in this class with me, so her and I both partnered up on this project. We worked on this PowerPoint on my laptop. It's the day of the presentation, and it's our turn to go up. You should also know that I 
hate, she writes in all caps, speaking in front of people. So I was beyond nervous this day. Our names are called and we walk up. I take the USB and we have trouble getting our PowerPoint to open on the professor's computer. We try multiple times and couldn't get it to open. I then asked the professor if I could connect my laptop since the document was there. And she says, sure, let's try that. Now, you might think that some embarrassing photo was set on my background, but that was not the case. It would have been much better, though. Instead, I walk over to the table, not noticing through the dimness that there were multiple cords all over the floor. I tripped through all of the cords. My foot got wrapped around them, and I brought down the only source of light with me, the projector. No. (laughs) I just think of, like, the situation, like, when there's a projector in class, the whole room's the already whole, dim, yeah. right? So everyone's quiet, and there's noise. just the, the one light, which is the yep. projector. <laughs> so I'm picturing her, like, walking from the Oof. back of the class up and then just bringing the whole thing Oof. down with her. <laughs> Rough. Um, she goes, the classroom goes completely dark, and I'm trying to get up, but I can only manage to tangle myself even more in the cords. How many cords were there? I need a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Someone turns on the light, and my friend is standing over me, blushing red, and asks, what am I doing? <laughs> I simply respond with a, well, I'm currently trying to get up. The professor, while I'm on the floor, says, well, there goes my anniversary gift. <laughs> oh. Why is that so funny? Also, who gives a, a projector as an anniversary gift? That's such a random, like, they're probably, like, projector educators and are like, here, but, honey. like, for anniversary? Like, I mean, maybe he really has been wanting it. I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of like you getting, like, a new camera because yeah, that, like, is yeah. a tool you use for your job. Like, proje- yeah. and projectors, like, maybe it was, like, a super cool it was really expensive (laughs) but not only did she embarrass herself but she just destroyed (laughs) this person's anniversary poor guy um Uh, she continues, my friend helped me up and I then walked around the cords to get my laptop and still had to present after that. The projector was glitching and I ended up getting a D for the project while my friend oh. got a B. Luckily, I still passed the class and never had to see that professor again. Hope you all had a great laugh as much as I did after the fact. Have an amazing day. I want to know Wait. how much of that was just yes. the professor being pissed that the projector broke. Because it's not like he could charge her for it. So no. he's like, fine, I'll just fail you. Yeah. Wow. But that's why you got to make you got to make your work by these things. You can't trust yeah. you tons can't, and tons t- of You kids. can't trust your spouse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if it's college. They're kids. To buy you things. <laughs> wow. That is really interesting. That's I such fought, a bummer. I would have fought the grade a little bit. That would have mortified me. That would have mortified me no, in high school. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have well. bounced back. Yeah. Mm-mm. You would have not What you well. need to do is just kind of roll with it. You just got to, yeah. you know. But, oof. Wow. Poor baby. Poor baby. That's funny. I, I love this. I love this stuff. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. All righty. Well, I will jump into my story. I'm not going to say the title. Sure. Okay. Hello, ladies. I would like to stay anonymous as I have recommended this podcast to several people. Uh, You know, we love the support. We love to see it. Thank you. I just first want to say how much of a difference you two have made in my life. You guys literally do feel like big sisters that I've never had. And I also just love how genuine you two are as well. Now for the needed advice. So first of all, some background to my life that may make that make more sense Got it. Okay. <laughs> to why I'm feeling this way. I have been married to my husband for over two years now and our relationship has been anything but calm. It's quite honestly the hardest thing I have done in my life. Can I just say, I think that I love when people are very raw about that. Mm-hmm. Like I think, I think there's such a stigma about relationships like if you fight a lot or if you struggle in it then you obviously just aren't meant for the person and just get out like that's why like I mean divorce versus when I was younger to now Mm -hmm. divorce is so much more common yeah and I think it's because there is this mentality of just like oh if it's hard then it's broken and I'm out whereas like sometimes people are in relationships where it sucks like and they're fighting to make it work Mm -hmm. but you're so embarrassed to show that side of it because you have everybody else just projecting like this happy healthy home yeah and it's so hard to like to live in that in between I know in my relationship I was so careful to hide all of that stuff Mm -hmm. when that was really my downfall because I wish I would have just shared it to been able to talk through it with people instead right. of just trying to fix everything by myself and being exhausted from projecting, oh, we have the perfect relationship and yeah. are so in love 24-7. Yeah, know? and then your relationship's never going to be perfect. So with every you know season that passes, there's going to be more and more things that you have yeah. to pretend yep. are perfect, which means about, you know few years into the marriage five ten like that's gonna add up and that's gonna be Mm -hmm. a full-time job and if you have other things that take up time then yeah no it's too much you can't you can't be yeah you can't yeah um 
we both still love each other, but just struggle immensely with communication. In addition, I struggle quite a bit with mental health issues, especially during and around my period. I feel that. It just makes everything worse and throws everything for a loop each month. So with that in mind, I have seen so many pregnancy announcements, and I feel like the worst person ever because I feel this sense of envy about them. I should just feel like a normal person and just be over the moon happy, but for some reason I'm not, and I'm confused why that is. It's not like I want to have a baby anytime soon. I got married super young, and my husband and I have always decided that we would wait a while even after we both graduate college. In addition, I have hardwired my brain to not really even think about having a baby. I also feel strongly that my husband and I need to be in a stable place to bring a child into this world, and we just aren't there yet, both financially and with our relationship. So I would say that I feel envious of other others' relationship stability due to the fact that I associate stability with having a child. Whatever it is that's fueling this envy, I absolutely hate that emotion. It makes me feel just nasty and mean. How have you guys learned to tame the green-eyed monster? Any tips would be much appreciated. You both are the best. Love, Anonymous. It's weird because we all have different things that we're envious of, mm-hmm. right? We, and then and then those things that we're envious of like change the older we get with each chapter and each season of our lives. Um, I, I don't think I've gotten to baby envying yet, but I know a lot of people that have been in that position – or are in that position. And I think that with that kind of stuff, with the more serious stuff when it comes to like wanting to have a baby or wanting to be married or, or wanting, you know, to buy a house, all the all these really big life changing moments, I think you have to sit and verbally say out loud the reasons why maybe now's not a good time. Mm-hmm. And to to kind of like I think there's something very powerful about speaking words and putting stuff out there and mm-hmm. I think reminding yourself like hey I if I have a kid obviously you said one reason is you want you and your husband to be in a good place yeah I want to be in a good place with my husband where we can equally raise this child the right way yeah you know and I think saying that out loud having yourself hear it maybe every single day or whenever those thoughts come have a really powerful um uh combat <laughs> Does that make sense? No, no, no. I feel like, guys, I'm out of it's practice. It's like counterattack. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think verbally saying something has power, and I think that's really helpful when it comes to taming your envious monster yeah. inside. You know, it's funny because, like, I read this, and and I just think it's so funny because so many people, when they write in emails, I read it, and I'm like, you already know. Like, She's already she's already broken down what she really thinks it's coming from. And it's that she's associating once we're stable, then we move on to babies. So mm-hmm. if everyone's having babies, that means they're stable and whatever. And can That's we just not say, true. A lot of people pre- don't think it through. No. no. <laughs> Pregnancy announcements are always just so beautiful. And the husband and wife are like hugging and like, oh, we love each other so much. Our love created a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's. It's hard if you are feeling, I mean, that's that's where envy comes from. Mm-hmm. When you're feeling that you lack something and someone else shows up strutting their success in something, might I add, the, the, your perception of their success in something, because you never know what someone's going through, it's, it's 
always sends you in that spiral. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you're already doing the job of, you know, we've talked about jealousy in depth Mm -hmm. in many episodes before. And that's always the thing I always say is that separation of I'm not jealous of this person or this specific thing. I'm jealous because there's something in this circumstance that I'm wanting Mm -hmm. and it's stripping everything away to see like what is what exactly is it? Yeah. And I think you've already done that because you're seeing the connections you're making between how you view on the outside what a relationship looks like that's put together. And so I think I think the most important thing you can continue to do is be diligent in that and you know really saying like okay, first of all, I don't know anything about these people and yeah. their actual relationship. Right. I I can attest firsthand to people saying that me and my ex had the perfect relationship, the dream relationship, the perfect couple, and it wasn't behind closed doors. It was not that. So you never know what someone else is going for. So Mm -hmm. don't waste your time being envious of that. Also, just because you're not at a place to bring a baby into the world doesn't mean that that's not a future that you can have. Absolutely. And also the fact that you're prioritizing making a stable, healthy atmosphere for that baby to come into is already like so much more responsible than most people yeah are with you know just like bringing kids in the world so 100 percent. i don't know i think that you've got this but i think that you're still in a place where you need to verbalize it more and i think like ash was saying like the more you verbalize with people you love and you feel safe and i love that you feel safe to talk to us about this Mm -hmm. like the more you verbalize this is what I'm feeling no matter how irrational I think it is or or if I've already made the connection of why this is wrong the more you verbalize and just kind of talk about it and keep processing through it's that problem's going to just have like slightly less power each time you go through that yeah and I'm just going to bounce off of what Taryn said um I think I think something I learned the last couple of years is that like you never fully know exactly what someone's going through and just because the engagement f- photos or the the baby photos or the baby shower announcement photos or whatever event it is just because it looks beautiful doesn't mean it's not like super stressful and really hard for the couple i know so many friends who had sheer like horrible panic attacks because of the budgeting that comes with having a baby yeah like they sat down and were like oh my god can we even yeah. financially do this? Like yeah. there's so much stuff that goes into that. Having enough room, having, you know, like the the baby room and 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 fear of like diapers are so expensive. Yeah. There's so much stuff that comes with that that I guarantee you every happy couple with mm-hmm. their new baby coming is freaking out yeah. a little bit. And like I think it's really cool that you're taking the time to kind of create this ideal uh parental situation and maybe even an ideal like home situation for your kid yeah I think that's a beautiful thing and I think that's something to be proud of I think I mean here comes another tearing gets personal okay so <laughs> this song I just pictured the, the the frame freezing and then a banner coming up a, on the screen that says "Tearing it's personal." I spin in the chair. <laughs> okay, Shoot. so I think 
I think that in circumstances like this, there is room for both emotions. Mm. And I think that's where things get so hard is because you try to morph into either feeling one or the other. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give an example. I... I want a baby so bad. <laughs> I want. I was made to have children. And mm-hmm. any one of like, you don't even have she to She was one of the people I was talking me. about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not a, it's, it's not a thing like I'm embarrassed or ashamed about. No, no, no. But also like any person who knows me knows like I am a child whisperer. Like I was bred She's to breed. She's great with kids. She's <laughs> like, great with kids. I love children. When I, I want a, a child. Kid, Terrence co-parenting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want a child more than I want a husband. Right? So... I struggle with this all the time and I went through this before where I was like I felt guilty for feeling sad and now I've come to realize like me feeling sad is completely separate from me being happy for someone. Right. So literally I'm not even joking. This the last couple days. So my sister-in-law is lit- about to give birth any second and me and her have become just so close and I literally cried to her like two days ago I like had this big mental breakdown about something and I sat with her and was just like bawling about like all these things that I'm stressed about in life whatever one of the things I was like crying about the fact that like I every time I see you getting ready like buying like oh what's the baby gonna wear in the hospital like this this setting up the nursery like I just start I get sad because I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do that. Yeah. I've never been more happy for a person or a child to come into this earth. Yeah. So it's not, those don't counteract each other. Yeah, I love that. It's, I'm sad and I can be sad because I'm like, um, hi, hello, God, remember me? Like, (laughs) where's mine? I want one, you know? But I don't, that doesn't steal away from my joy and support of her. Mm -hmm. So it's like, take your moment to be sad and Mm -hmm. cry about it and be like, dang, like, I really want that for my future. Mm -hmm. But then also, like, be super excited and reach out and be like, I'm so happy for you. Like, it doesn't have to be either or. And I think the struggle to mold your emotions into what you think they should be is where this loop comes. Like, separate it out. Let yourself feel what you feel. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to be sad for yourself and happy for another person. It doesn't, like, diminish either side of it, you know? Yeah. I think it's good to remember that those feelings, those sad feelings, it's, I think it's your body and your spirit's way of being like, this is something I want. Like, I think it's, it should be, even though it's totally normal and okay to feel sad about it, it should be yet another confirmation that you're meant for this, you know? Totally. I think that is a good sign of like Taryn knowing that she's going to be a good mom. There's nothing wrong in like continuing to confirm and that in that faith and in that trust that you are going to be a good mom one day so i i don't know i think when you get those feelings it's okay and totally normal to be sad but also it's like yeah i think i'm getting ready like the the fact that you're you know i think that's saying hey you're you're close to being ready to be a mom yeah and that's exciting too yeah well, um, you got this anonymous. Talk to people about it. Talk to your husband about it. And um, keep channeling that energy into working on your guys' communication. Communication is everything. Mm-hmm. It really is. Let me just say. Uh, go to therapy. Talk to friends. Talk to a couple friends. But um, I think you're already doing a good job of like separating out things. And hopefully this was just that little extra push to keep you going down that journey. Yes, ma'am.
right, this one is uh, my story now, my turn. Uh, This one is titled Mid-20s Blues. So let's dive into it. Hey, Taryn and Ash. First off, I want to say thank you so much for making this podcast. You can thank Ash. She started it. did it all for you. Um, It has brought me so much joy, and I look forward to listening to it every single week. Taryn, it has been amazing to see you thriving on your YouTube channel, and Ashley, you are such a vibe. (laughs) (laughs) You girlies have really helped me through some hard times and also have helped me to realize that taking the time to take care of yourself first is not a bad thing. Yes and amen. 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 Did you hear how I said amen? Yes and I am. Um. So, my name is V. I'm 27 years old. I've been with my boyfriend for nine years this October, and I'm an Enneagram 6. First off, I want to just sit here for a second and just applaud you for all of that information. Yeah. So <laughs> that helps too. so much yes. when it comes to giving you guys advice. A lot of the times, we don't know how old you are, and we don't know like if how long your relationship has been going on. You just talk about your boyfriend. So it's like, okay, well, is it a new boyfriend? Have True you been with that. them for years? We really appreciate also, it. Also, the second you tell us your Enneagram, we're like, okay, we know exactly what sudden, kind of personality you are. I know who you are. You are my mother. <laughs> Um, Okay, continuing. She writes, I have been living in my hometown all my life. I met my boyfriend through Insta and he lives just an hour away. We are working on closing that gap between us soon. The friends that I did have through high school, we've all kind of grown apart now. I used to do Tahitian dance and that was a way for me to make friends because of COVID. I haven't been back. It has been so hard to make friends in my mid-20s. My boyfriend has his friend group, and I want to have my own at times. As a couple, my boyfriend and I have been hanging out with his friends and their significant others over the past couple years. We've gone on a trip to Tahoe together as a group and hang out every single month, but I have always felt like the other two girls get along so much better than me and leave me out. It's hard. Like not inviting me to hang out when it's just the two of them or at one of their weddings, literally not inviting me to hang out during the bridal festivities. When I make an effort to speak to one or both of them, they kind of brush me off. Mm. I find myself getting along with the guys, my boyfriend's friends, more than the girls. I'm mostly a pleasant person, and I take showers pretty regularly, lol. (laughs) I just figured that since we will probably be in each other's lives, that we should try to get along. I don't have many friends, and the friend I do have lives out of state. She added a little sad face emoji. Mm. I want to have my own friend group to hang out with, but I just don't know how to make friends. It's just so hard to make friends in your mid-20s. I thought about trying Bumble BFF, but is that too desperate or too sketchy how do you make friends in your mid-20s what should i do with trying to get along with other girls i see your vlogs and it makes me miss having friends to talk about life and doing small things together like getting coffee i know you love photos so here's a pic of me and my boyfriend thank you ladies for taking the time to read my story and stay tuned for a tearing it up Ooh, you sent a tearing it up i'm gonna have to I love how you're shocked, but you yeah. picked the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I don't oh, read cute. endings. That is uh, her and her. So cute. Her guy. Absolutely adorable. Also, you love your top. Yeah. That's tough. Making friends in general is hard, but there is something about when there's no activity that yeah. you are all hanging out and just spending a lot of time at. 
that that really helps promote those conversations. Yeah. You know, um, those, that's why those activities are so important. You can ask Taryn. Uh, when I first moved to LA, I was terrified because mm-hmm. I was like. I just moved a few years ago and we're had to work really hard to make friends and here I am moving again like having to make a whole new group of friends and the thing I've talked about on the podcast before are those activities. I think those activities do so like the reason I met Taryn was because we were both on the worship team. Yeah. And we spent time together Mm -hmm. you know without like actually knowing each other. And the whole reason I met a lot of my L.A. friends was because of a Bible study that I went to where we were sitting around spending a lot of time together. Yeah. And are we all friends? No. But I walked away with some really great friendships. And I think that the scariness of, hey, do you want to be my friend goes away when you're just kind of doing things. So maybe coming up with activities or planning activities for you and your group of friends to all do so that you get to be around them more. Yeah. I think that's a hard situation when you feel like the that you're not like wanted in that mm. group. That's a hard one too. And girls can be so clicky. Yeah, girls can be the worst. Um, you know, I will say I feel like I feel like people who do associate themselves as introverted, which I think she said she's introverted or she has a hard time. She's a sick Hard time making friends, like hard hard time approaching people, whatever. Um, You don't have to be great at it. Like, I would say Ash Ash says, like, she's not, like, the best at just doing that. Mm -hmm. But I am, like, very in your face. So all I had to do, all we had to do is meet. Yeah. And I, like, she was open enough to, like, show her personality. And then yeah. me, I was like, oh, she's cool. And then, like, I did all the work in the beginning of being like, hey, want to come to lunch with my family? Hey, yeah. want to be friends? Let's exchange numbers. Let's get coffee. And yeah. it just, like, from there, it, like, went. So, yeah. like, I don't think be, if you struggle with being the, like, initiator, that doesn't mean you're never going to find somebody, but you have to put yourself in positions to have people initiate with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think one thing I would say is say yes to everything. I thought literally that's what I was going to say verbatim. Uh. So say yes to everything. If you're they're going bowling, if they're going to a cousin's birthday party, whatever. Everywhere they look, be there. Everywhere. <laughs> then... Pump yourself up to be looking for people who intrigue you. Mm -hmm. Like literally not that long ago, I've already talked about on the podcast, we went to a friend's album release. I saw this girl and I was like, she seems like so fun. I've been trying to like make more friends. So I just walked up to her and I was like, I feel like we would be friends. And she was like, oh my gosh, I think so too. And then was the first time hanging out. Like it was like, I got a little bit of social anxiety going because I'm like, it's like a blind date. Yeah, and I, we planned, like, a whole day together, so I'm like, oh, shoot, like, we're in we'll it. send, it's like, we're It's not drinks and ditch yeah. kind of so, situation. Um, and it was great, and, like, I totally have a new friendship out of that, so yeah. it's, but it took me, like, probably for, like, an hour, I was trying to pump myself up to, like, going and doing that. Yeah. So it's like you have to have your mentality ready. You have to be like eyes on a swivel, head on a swivel, like looking for opportunities. Say yes to going because you never know who's going to be there that it can go from. Mm -hmm. And worst case, if you're still not meeting anyone and you want to try Bumble BFF, do it. Because the same way you're 
like a dope person who's just like, I just can't meet anyone. Is this weird? There's probably other people on there who feel the same way that well, are just desperate I, for connection. That's why online dating works too. Yeah. It's the same thing. So just say yes to things, do things, look for community events, get back into your Tahitian dancing. Like now that COVID's like chilled out, like mm-hmm. do things that make you happy and then just have your eyes open for, you know, yeah, getting to know people. Yeah. Uh, coming from the introvert's perspective, it is hard, I think, to initiate stuff like that. But you have a dope boyfriend who's friends mm-hmm. with all of them. That makes this so much easier. You do. You both plan parties. And and it, they're gonna cut. They're all gonna come because your boyfriend's already there, and he's yeah. like the he's why you you're there in the first place. So milk that and start start planning activities, fun activities, go, like themed parties. Everyone loves a themed party, and then that's like something fun that you guys can do and focus on without it being just about you. I think Taryn was right with the whole say yes to everything. I think something that a lot of my, my friends will say is like, I'm a down bitch. <laughs> I will literally, if anyone plans anything, I'm there. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it, it is how it is. And I've, it's always been like last minute parties, last minute trips, whatever. I'll do it. I just, I'm not really great at planning them. But they've learned since then that it, that doesn't mean I'm not going to go. Yeah. Like, I'll go. Um, and I think letting that kind of be your reputation is totally fine. Just because you're not if, – if planning it is too much for you, then you show up to everything and you go out. Like, full, yeah. full send, go for it. Um, I also think when it comes to confidence um, with stuff like this, with making friends, with dating, with work, whatever it is, I think the hype up is crucial. And I think – I think Taryn's right. And I think with the hype up from there on, I said this on the pod on my solo episode, but like there's no secret sauce to, to being confident and doing this perfect. You just got to force yourself to go out and do it repeatedly until you get good at it. Practice makes perfect and you just fake it till you make it. And then one day you're going to find yourself not being anxious about going and saying hi to that stranger to make a friend. And that's going to be, you're going to be like, whoa, I didn't even think about it until later. I walked right up and was like, hey, I think we'd be friends. That shows, uh, that's a type of confidence. Yeah. That's a big form of confidence. Yeah. And I think that only comes with making yourself do it over and over again. And I think you're already, you're already there because you're already, you're trying to work on this already. So Mm -hmm. you're at the, you're at the bottom, but then you just got to, Got to keep going and put yourself in those positions to practice and hone your craft of being yeah. friendly. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I feel like I I remember hearing in your story that they don't invite you, but I don't think you mentioned if you've invited them and they don't come. Mm-hmm. So I would maybe initiate that. That's something, like, I've definitely learned. I think everything is very obvious to other people. Mm-hmm. Um like with Ash, like I'll be like, I'm, she's so aware that I'm upset. And then everything she does, I'm like, I can't believe she like doesn't care to like ask me if I'm okay. Where like to her, she's like, huh? Like, I didn't even know you were mad. Like (laughs) I'm, I've been paying attention to my own thing. I didn't even notice. Mm -hmm. So I think like that for me, sometimes you get wrapped in your head of like, oh, they didn't invite me. It was a personal thing or, oh, they talk to themselves more. When in reality, maybe like you're so nervous that you're appearing shut off 
And you're so projecting just, your fear so onto them. So they're like, them. oh, she's not even interested. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you never know what someone's perception is. So, yeah, I would, like, hit them up and just be like, hey, desperately in, in need of some girl time. Do you guys want to go see a movie or get our nails done or go to coffee? Like, whatever it is. Yeah. And just invite them and then see if, like, just being one-on-one with them, you can, like, cultivate a relationship absolutely and i yeah i love how taryn even worded that it doesn't have to be a hey i've been having trouble making friends yeah. Can you hang out with me it doesn't have to get deep it doesn't have to be that serious just be like hey wine night you in yeah like i i need some girly time that's perfect or like buy tickets to a show or something hey. and then be like oh my gosh like my friend canceled last minute like any chance like you want to come to the show with me like no one has to know yeah and then once you're like locked in and friends then you can tell them and it's a funny story yeah you know yeah, what yeah. i mean you do what you gotta do you gotta the do moment. what you gotta and do and i feel like you are more than capable i think you're pr- probably an amazing person you and your boyfriend look so cute together and i think you just got to get comfortable with with kind of taking a little more risk agreed and i've been there but you got this baby girl uh, agreed ash did you really not read a dad joke in my honor i did not um it was an ashley episode yeah but i even said <laughs> without even thinking about it i was like oh i can do whatever i want i um <laughs> What's it called? I, in your honor, was like, if you made it to the dad joke, we That's love very you the most. That's very sweet. You ready? Yes, ma'am. Why did the coach go to the bank? Coach, bank, sports, money. To get his quarterback. Ah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually mad I didn't think about that because I feel like that yeah. was a little on the nose. Um. It'd be funny to go to a bank and be like, I'd like to make a deposit and just deposit a quarter. (laughs) I wonder if they'd be like, huh? Hmm. Is there Hmm. a limit to how much you can deposit? I don't think so. All right, guys, you already know the drill. If you made it to the dad joke, we love you the mostest. You guys are the absolute best. Again, really want to reiterate this. Taryn and I are having our very first live show ever, August 11th at 8 p.m. at the Irvine Improv, and we want you there. So if you are able to make it out, it would mean the absolute world to us. And please come say hi. We want to meet you guys. Um, And we're just so excited to see you in person. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. All the pictures, all the selfies. So many pictures, so many selfies. All the hugs, all the tears. Hugs on hugs. Okay, don't make me cry a lot because I swear it was so funny. After Pretty Basics Live, Mm -hmm. me and Ash got like lines that formed to talk to us, which I was like, (laughs) am I famous? But um, (laughs) Ashley, like everyone was like, oh, like so nice to meet you and saying like all this cute stuff. And then everyone to me just (laughs) talking about like how much I've helped them with their like body image <laughs> issues yeah. which is such a sensitive topic to me so of right. course I'm standing in my line just sobbing hysterically with yeah. every person has, that like, comes up to me down her face. which is so meaningful but also like okay I mean you can make me cry never mind I take that I was gonna say I think I it's, take still, it. it's still gonna happen but I won't look as cute in your photo <laughs> so pros and cons people pros and cons maybe yeah. get the photo first yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways we'll talk to you guys later in the love next you pause, cuts, 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 cuts. <laughs> wow in the next episode coming up we love you Kate. Okay, bye love you bye